It's time for another episode of the Diary of a Stylish Buxom Beauty podcast, where the focus is on deep and unconventional conversations about loving and accepting yourself and the life you choose to live. Here's your host, the Buxom Beauty. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's show. I realize listening to me is a choice, and as always, I thank you for hitting that play button and choosing to listen to my voice. Today's episode is entitled Christianity and the D Word, and the D Word I am speaking of is divorce. And joining me in this conversation is my sister, Drea Mitchell, and Jeff Mitchell. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us (laughs) and considering us. You're so, you're so welcome. I'm super excited about this episode, but um, before we dive into it, um, please share a little bit about yourselves with our listeners. So Drea, we'll start with you. Hi, everyone. My name is Drea. Um, I'm 38 years old. I'm from Baltimore. Um, I am a healthcare worker, administrator, Mm -hmm. Um, and I am... A black woman with four children. <laughs> and uh, I'm just glad to be on here, supporting my friend Tawanda. Thank you, Drea. You didn't mention the fact that you're a fantastic hairstylist. Oh, okay. Let me go back. <clears throat> <laughs> and I also am a licensed cosmetologist, whom I have um, did wonderful services on Tawanda. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have. Speaking of which, the um, last time you did the ponytail, I took pictures, but I didn't post. I need to post them. When my mom saw me, she was like, you need to take a picture. You look like a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to make sure I post those pictures. So thank you so much, Jay, for being here. Not a problem. Thank you. You're welcome. Jeffrey. What's going on? What's up, everybody? I'm Jeff Mitchell. I'm a professional musician and businessman. I own a few businesses, and so uh, I am now officially an entrepreneur. Um, born in Chicago, raised in Baltimore. I also have four children. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> With the lovely Andrea Mitchell. Why, thank you, um, sir. Um, yeah, man, just happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you. So I just learned something about you. I did not know you were born in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, I just assumed you were either born in Baltimore or Fayetteville. Nope, Chicago. Oh, well, so I learned something about yeah. Jeffrey today. Awesome sauce. All right, so let's dive into today's topic. So the idea to do an episode about divorce and being a Christian came to mind a while ago. And I immediately thought of the two of you as the people I wanted to discuss this with. So the three of us have a lot in common, specifically our spiritual foundation. Now, Jeff, you and I literally have the same foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in the same church was, which was a very traditional apostolic faith faith church. And in addition to that, my mother is a minister and my dad is a deacon. So with all of that in mind, I struggled a lot in my marriage Um, I drive to stay in it and fight to rob from that foundation. Um, When I was married, a lot of times I was having flashbacks to when I was single (laughs) and hoping that it was a nightmare and I was just going to wake up and I was going to, you know, be single again. Yeah. But, you know, that didn't happen. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) but, you know, I'm not going to go too much into, you know, the details of the marriage because he's not here you know, to talk about his side of the story. So we're not going to just have it just me sitting here bashing him. So since both of you were married, I literally forgot you were married. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Did you say five minutes? (laughs) Maybe 10. No, maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe three. Because we were married for almost, almost two years. Yeah. Ask you. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, almost two years. It was a long Yeah, we qualified to have this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was the longest two years of two years of my life. But uh, since both of you are here, 
Yeah. Um, so so share your story with us. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, I mean, our story, we started really, really young. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, um, I mean, like, right after high school, young, when yeah. we met. And, um, you know, for me, it was like, oh, man, I, I, I noticed Drea uh, before I thought that she noticed me, right? Okay. Um, I was shy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very shy. Wow. Um, something else I learned about Jeff today. Yeah. She put. She actually made the first move. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we were dating and you know breaking up, get met together, that kind of thing for like a few, like three, three years. Three years. Three years. And then we got married. And and and. 20. 23. 2006. I was 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 22. I'm yeah. older. By, yeah. by nine months. Now we were 23. <laughs> Both 23 by that time that we got married in November. That's true. So, um, yeah. And then, then things started to fall apart. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Started having kids. Started having problems. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, who is this man? Yeah, we said, no, this ain't it. (laughs) But yeah, um, and that's pretty much it in a nutshell. But it took us, what, nine years to get to that point where we were like, you know what, nah, we need to go, we're going to kill each other. We need to get out, you know what I mean? We need to go our separate ways. Yeah. Um, And um, after we did that, we were, it was, for me, it was easier to start to understand her and learn her better. Once I wasn't uh, in the house with her, and we weren't um, we weren't obligated to each other from a marital standpoint. Okay, okay. You know, um, I think you could take the subjectivity off of your blinders, and you can just kind of see a person for really who they are, versus and compare that to where you are. And um, then you realize, okay, yeah, this may not have ever been a good idea. This this might have been something we needed to probably hold off on a few more years before we decided to get married so we could really see who we were becoming. Because like I said in the beginning, we were very young. Mm -hmm. In high school, we hadn't even, for me, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? I was, you know, but it goes back to the Christian thing that, that you mentioned, Tawanda, you know, church really pushes marriage on people. Absolutely. But they don't necessarily sure. push the education and the knowledge and the wisdom and the right. understanding that goes along with being successfully married. Right. Um, I agree. Um, they just look at it as keep you out of sin. You know what I mean? Right. So we'll get married. Right. And more times than not, it puts you in more positions to be sinful or to make mistakes um, in God's eyes. Because you're not, you're necessarily not prepared mentally or emotionally or psychologically or financially or whatever to be married. I agree. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so So, I think that we found a lot of that. Yeah, we found ourselves, I think, Mm -hmm. in a lot of that. um, Not being able to handle issues and problems when they they arose. Um, um, And, 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 now being divorced, it's easy for us to step back from each other and say, okay, and like kind of think about a conversation or a disagreement we may have had and process it. Then come mm-hmm. back later and say, okay, you know what? I think I heard what you said. You said these things. And right. I think I, I think I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to repeat it back to you. Let me know if I'm right. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, and then we can go from there. So mm-hmm. um, that's where we are with it right now. Yeah, I I totally agree with with what you were saying about not being equipped to be married. Because um, I this is part of the reason why I wanted to have this conversation because I think we lack on having those honest conversations about marriage. Mm-hmm. Because like with I went in thinking that I knew what I was doing and I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I, I think about my parents. You know, my parents have been together for fifty years. And um, I'm like, how in the world (laughs) did you do it? And after, I think I was, 
I'm not sure if I was just separated or if I was actually legally divorced. And I had a conversation with your dad, Jeff, and he said something to me that was very profound that I wish I had heard it before I got married. When he said, um, you'll get into situations where your spouse, you're not going to like them. <laughs> it's like, I don't like you right now. Yeah. But let me go get myself together and I'll come back and then we can talk about this. Yeah. Well, I had the mindset of once I get married, you know, this is going to be, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And it's like, no, sometimes they're going to get on your nerves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Soak them. <laughs> but you have to, you have to know how to work through it. And I think we need to have those honest conversations. And I also think that social media also plays a part in, you know, this fairy tale, you know, everybody's posting these pictures. Oh, I'm so happy. Everything's lovely. And you're thinking if you're not, if you're not experiencing that, then there's something wrong with you. But that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. You know, so what are your thoughts, Drea? Um, um, I agree with Jeffrey for the most part. Um, okay. For some, I think that if the knowledge of going in, because of course, no one taught me about anything about being married. Mm-hmm. I just said, I'm just not going to be like my parents mm-hmm. who were married mm-hmm. and fussing all the time and then get back together and fussing all the time, get back together. I said, oh, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that. But no one taught me like, no, we got to work this out. Right. got to figure this out. No, no, no. Let's let's talk this out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I was, if I had hard conversations before I got married, I probably would still be possibly married, maybe. He's going to kind of like. Are you asking for yourself? Possibly. (laughs) Maybe we both had hard conversations, candid, real conversations. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, sometimes I look at another woman and be like, no, no, no. I got a wife. Ooh, she fine, but so is my wife. Amen. Hallelujah. You know. Right. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, he's fine. And I'm mad at my husband, but I'm mad at him. And I know I'm going to go back home to him. Right. That part. Right. And a whole lot of other conversations. But if if I would have known some of, these, some of the hard conversations, I probably, I would say maybe it would have worked out. Um, yeah, I understand. But for me, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Moving on. So we had talked about our foundation. So I know for me, and I think I alluded to it a little bit earlier, that the the foundation, you know, the faith, being apostolic and being taught, you get married, you make a covenant, you don't break that covenant. That was the hardest thing for me to deal with because I was miserable. You know, I, I lost two babies. And I was just not happy. So um, I struggled with that. But um, fortunately, I had I had a conversation with my dad. I was still living in Williamsburg at the time. And both of you know, my father is a man of very few words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but during this conversation, he said to me, you can come home. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Way to go, dad. <laughs> my I was like, you know what? Since my daddy said I can leave, I'm leaving. <laughs> so my question to the two of you, having, you know, the faith base that we have, did you find it difficult making a decision to to walk away? It was a little difficult because I grew up in church all my life. So mm-hmm. I got asked the question in marriage counseling, did you believe in divorce? I said, oh no, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But that was, a, that was a reflection from my parents because I didn't want to be like my parents. Mm-hmm. So I made the choice of, no, I don't believe in it. But then, you know, just a couple years later, I sounded that dial line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly. I was like, yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But mm-hmm. I still wanted to try to figure it out, work it out. Cause I was like, Jesus, I asked you to help me in this marriage and you're not helping me feel like you're mm-hmm. not helping me. Right. But 
Jesus loved me regardless, whether I'm the most not. <laughs> right. So it was a little difficult for me. I was like, I'm trying to do this right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do this the right way. I'm trying to keep this the right way. But in the end, Jesus was like, I love you if you get a divorce or if you don't. This is true. Yeah. He loves us in spite of us, and I'm so glad. Amen. <laughs> what about you, Jeffrey? It's like I think about, you know, your dad being a pastor and oh, first lady I mean, Mitchell. That's nothing to think about. It was very difficult. That mm-hmm. decision was very difficult. I mean, it took us nine years to get to that point. We had problems, mm-hmm. you know, for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, separating and getting back together and all that kind of stuff. So, um, religion played a huge part and control and guilt and manipulation, all of that played a huge part in um, us staying together as long as we did, knowing that maybe we probably should be better off severing that tie because um, yeah. um, you don't, you, you know, you don't, you don't want to be in sin, right? right. You don't want to be a failure, right? Right. Um, Trying to please God. Yeah. Um, you don't really know what is life after you've been with this person for forever. What am I going to mm-hmm. do now? Right. Um, um, where do I go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very difficult decision. Um, and then you have outside influences tell- giving you, and I'll be honest, giving you their own personal, um, giving you advice based off of how they felt and not necessarily right. what was good for you guys right. because they right. may have had some stake in, in your marriage or you guys coming together in the first place. Mm-hmm. They don't want to like, they were wrong. You know what I mean? Right. For, right. for saying, yeah, yeah, get married. And that man was like, well, get divorced. No, 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 that ain't, it can't be God. No, 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 no. Man, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill this girl, man, if I don't get away from her. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I yeah. right. <laughs> Man, I got the wounds to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we've, been through, we've been through all of that stuff. We do not promote domestic violence. Absolutely not. Let's put that in there. But we also want to, the, for the listener that's listening, <laughs> yes. those that are listening and going through, and they think they're going through a unique situation that no one else has gone through, man, Correct. we went through right. it all. Oh. You know what I mean? The only thing I probably never did with her, and I've done this before, is call the police on it. You know what I mean? So, no, so you know, we've been through, we've been through things, um, and I think it's made our relationship, our friendship, stronger now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it was a very difficult decision. Yeah. Very difficult. Um, just I don't want to keep repeating beating a dead horse, but we're Christians, so it was like you know, and you grew up hearing no divorce, no divorce, divorce, right. divorce, divorce yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Better not do that. Yeah. So what about your children? My God. Um, <laughs> so that was one of the other reasons. So we were doing things in front of our children that I know for me, I wasn't raised to do. So, okay. you know, I never saw my parents, my parents disagreed, but I never saw them fussing and fighting with each other. You know what I mean? I mm. never saw that. Mm. Um, so that was foreign to me. So when we were at that point, we were doing stuff like that. I really would think about, dang, my kids in another room, they can hear this. Or my kids right there on the bed, they can hear this, they see this. Mm-hmm. We fuss, I mean, we can't control ourselves. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Because um, uh, I grew up with fussing. You sleep downstairs, okay. I sleep upstairs. I did. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. more, pat. she's more aggressive than I am. So I, mm-hmm. a, a lot of her uh, personality came out in our, in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, once I saw things I ain't like and I couldn't get her to to adjust, yeah. I would fade to black. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I can keep arguing and fussing with you. Right. But we kept fussing and arguing, and that was killing me. And it was all and she may have been more okay with that. Where for me, mm-hmm. this was like mind-blowingly wrong. And then my kids are saying it. So a lot of that on me, and, and I'm, I'm not. Making out. Oh no, no, no! We already talked yeah, about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so me thinking with me thinking about my kids a lot. You know, I said, man, I got we got to separate. I can't keep showing my kids this because it would. It, it, the way I looked at it was, I'd rather them be. I'd rather us be divorced and our kids see their parents getting along than to be married and and our kids see our parents fussing and fighting mm-hmm. and being nasty towards one another because then they grow up and then they do that Correct. and that cycle right. repeats itself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. For that part, because there was some other things too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, but just for, for that part. Oh yeah. Um, 
So the kids are good. Now, um, um, now they are good. It was okay. a little rough when we did get divorced because mommy just packed up everything and rolled out. They said, mm-hmm. wait, what? Where are we going? And I told mm-hmm. them, mommy and daddy are not married anymore. We are staying here at grandma's house and I want to work to get my own house. You can always see your father. Your father always loves you. So does your mm-hmm. grandfather. So does your uncle. So does your aunt. There's mm-hmm. no love lost. Mommy and daddy decided to be friends. We're much mm-hmm. better as friends. I didn't even want to involve in that conversation. Uh, yeah, because I asked him and had a conversation, but he, yeah, it wasn't uh, something he wasn't ready to do. Okay. I'm the one who, I'm the bad guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard conversation while he goes and say, here's your cookie and ice cream. <laughs> hey, this team, it works. It works, right? It works. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> So now, since we're since we're talking about your children, and I know that um, Drea had shared with me, um, you had started having some conversations on social media about co-parenting. So, um, so share a little bit about about that. Like, how does it how does it work? You know, and what types of suggestions do you have for for other parents that you know are facing the same thing? Yeah. So the very first thing. And we said this in the so in our in um video that we have posted that you gotta respect, you have to have respect for one another. Um, mm-hmm. which means that if you guys you gotta be one, you gotta be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. So whether you're married or you're not married, if you guys had a child, um, one of you guys never really had never really had both feet in a relationship or um, you guys were just kind of messing around and then something happened. So mm. you, you got to be honest with yourself in terms of what your relationship really is. Right. You know what I mean? The woman may have kept the big, I'm just giving you different scenarios. The woman may have kept the child or won the child to keep the man. The man never wanted to commit to her. He just mm. wanted a good time. And mm. now, yeah, and now he has this child. The woman, and then now, okay, well, now that's a weapon I'm mm. going to use against you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You mm. got all of this, all of these things now, uh, factors are in place. Um, and, <laughs> and now you have a, a very contentious relationship, and you guys have a child that you got to get ready to take care of. Right. So that's one scenario, right? Or you're married. You guys just not getting along. It's just not working out for whatever reason. It could be any reason. Doesn't really matter. Whatever reason. Um, but you guys have children. You have to say, you know what? Okay, I really I don't like you as a person right now. Hopefully mm-hmm. that'll that'll pass. But at the end of the day, you are my um, my child's mother. You are my child's father, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna respect mm-hmm. you for that. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are some instances, and I can talk about those instances you know, later on, but there are some instances really where um, you're just not going to, you're not going to get along. You just, you, there's the, 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 the respect yes. isn't there. So we're not talking to those people. We're talking to people who are trying to get along, who want to mm-hmm. co-parent, who want to do it Correct. the right way, maturely, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and successfully come together right. as a, because you still are a family. Correct. Whether you want to believe that or not, you are, it's not the, gen, it's not the conventional family structure that society teaches you or pushes, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. are still, in fact, a family right. unit. Right. So once you understand that, then you say, okay, that's my family. You start to behave and treat that person like your family. Right. And the way you do that is through respect, uh, mutual respect. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I answered the question. Yeah. Okay. You got to respect each other. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. That's that's awesome. But they're gonna be like <laughs> they're gonna be cases where that's not gonna be that's not gonna be the case. Because mm-hmm. I can hear somebody say, Well, I don't respect him. Well, okay, so when you need some money, that's when you get respect. Mm-hmm. So well, when do you pick and choose yeah. to be yeah. respect comes in? When you need something? Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I, I say all the time to people who I come in contact with, you get more when, when there is respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'm being dead serious. Like, put your feelings aside. Yeah. 
Like, look, we doing this for little Kiki. We doing this for little JJ. Mm-hmm. And some people also can't. They have a very hard time facing themselves. So they, mm-hmm. they bring their own problems into a relationship that, that they haven't dealt with, they won't deal with. And, and they can be some serious character flaws yeah. or serious generational curses that they got mm-hmm. from, from their mother, their father, their Correct. grandmother, their grandfather, and then they project it onto you. And like, 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 like what I said a couple minutes ago, yeah. I didn't grow up around fussing. Dre mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But because I was the way I was, I was passive. I was more, you know, she was more aggressive. We fussed and fought, which is what she was used to. I wasn't. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So she kind of projected what she wanted her will into our relationship. And that's not my, it wasn't my personality. Um, so we always clashed when it came to that. We never could get to a, um, we could never get, get to a, a medium ground, right. um, so to speak, because we would we would just pull rocks in that regard right. of communication, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean. And you had to, and I didn't, I didn't know how to communicate, okay, at all. Okay, Jeffrey is a communicator. As you see, he's talking thirty-seven miles an hour, not like ten. <laughs> he may not think that but jeffrey overalls for someone who don't who uh did not learn how to communicate jeffrey's a good communicator so he actually taught mm-hmm. me a lot of stuff to communicate oh okay. i know i'm gonna give him props too i respect Thank you we talk about respect <laughs> <laughs> but um i didn't know how to communicate so a lot of times that was an issue and that was a problem, but because Jeffrey would tell me about myself at times, oh well, I was telling about himself. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person where if you tell me about myself, I'm gonna reflect on him and reflect on him, reflect on him, reflect on him. Mm-hmm. Like, God dang it, maybe you do have a but no, I did have a problem because, like you said, mm-hmm. facing yourself. And I had mm-hmm. to learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. That is the main thing when it comes to co-parent tent. If you ain't if you can't face them, email them. If you text them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There are other social ways to do this. DM them. I don't know what you can do, but if you can't face them, text them, email yeah. them, write a letter. Actually I actually know a couple who writes letters because they cannot face each other. Okay. You're going to get there if you're listening. You're going to get there. Mm. And not only that, it takes time. We got mm. married, what, 2006? Yeah. We got divorced 9-11, 2015. Mm. Was it? Anniversary is coming up. What are we going to do? Nine eleven, two thousand and twenty one will be seven years. Oh my god, we divorced for seven years. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. We talk about our divorce but it takes time. This all took time because when we got divorced, we weren't really talking, right? Yeah. We wasn't really talking. Mm-hmm. At first, yeah. At first. Kids outside, okay. Mm-hmm. See you on next mm-hmm. Saturday, okay. Mm-hmm. It took time. It took, mm-hmm. and hard conversations. Yeah. And apologies. Mm-hmm. And I'm on me. That was my best. And we also wanted, we didn't want to beef. Absolutely. For, For me, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be. I just wanted peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So coming to her after, you know, the divorce and everything cooled down and we kind of got we were into the divorce, mm-hmm. um, you could easily more, you know, talk about things more and, you know, be more open, be more vulnerable because you don't really want, you don't want war. You no, know, right. You know, you, you just Especially really want was in it for so long. Yeah, right? you really just want for me, you just want peace. Right. Yeah. Um, me too. And even going forward, you want peace. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so correct. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so what advice would you give someone who is considering divorce? I would say use all of your resources first. Like mm-hmm. you try therapy? Do you go to counseling? Mm -hmm. Do you hang around people who are in healthy relationships Mm -hmm. inside and outside? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah, he he for real, because I was at his house and he talked to her like that inside and outside. Right. That's their thing. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. The therapy. Therapy. Get therapy. And I, mm-hmm. I recommend counseling therapy. I recommend getting someone that's not a part of your life. Yes. Someone who mm-hmm. doesn't know either of you. Outside. Um, can we kind of talk about that a little bit? Like we had tried, so we had discussed um getting back together last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Dre was already seeing a therapist for her own mental health and just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bettering herself. And she had recommended, you know. Her therapist. Mm-hmm. I initially said, no, "That don't sound like a good idea," but I want I wanted to be committed to the idea of us getting back together. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Sure, whatever." Yeah. And um, we tried. It wasn't a good. The therapist. <laughs> it wasn't. She wasn't a good therapist. She was a good therapist <laughs> for, for a couple, him. but for individually, couple. she was. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. some points that she actually, you know, helped me also stuff. But as far as like couple. He wasn't a good fit for And she was. I'm thinking fit that. No, no, no. I, was, I, I would tell her, I would, I, would, I would get up the session and I'd be like, Dread, this isn't a good thing. She wasn't a good She's not going to help us. For the couple. Yeah. And, and, and she Ooh. fought me on it. But, <laughs> like, she, uh, but she was helping me. So I'm on one side of on me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anyway, so, um, but so I say all that to say, uh, I say all that not to, not to, to bash therapists, Therapy because I think therapy is really good. I think that mm-hmm. me and her would have benefited well um, from having a, a non-biased, um, a unbiased therapist who didn't know either of us, mm-hmm. and just, you know, have a clean slate. Um, so mm-hmm. I think you know one of the things that Christians mess up on because this is what I really want to get to right here is we'll go to our pastor and have them My God. have them th- give us therapy or counselors, and they may not necessarily be qualified to do that. They might can teach you the scriptures, but they might not be able to talk to you about, you know, bedroom matters or, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Be transparent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of Christians and and therapy and mental health and counseling, that kind of stuff is a taboo subject in the church in sure. general. So right. you already got that obstacle to tackle because they don't really want to talk about that. They think everything just is, is handled through prayer. And fast right. supplication right. and For some. crying out on the altar. And that's all those things are good. For those who have any balls. All those things yeah. are great. You know what I mean? Right. Turning right. service and snotting and spitting and all that. That's, what, that's our foundation. Right, right. We need some intelligence and some right. education and some understanding and wisdom on top of the situation. We need to talk through the situation and get clarity. Right. On that run around the church. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not getting clarity jumping up and down, running around church, just being emotional. I need to process what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. We need to process our problems together. Right. Getting emotional and crying in front of the past and, and the whole congregation, and we never really talked about the problem. That's, I mean, literally, think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Church, you're beefing with your wife. Y'all drive the church together. Y'all got, it's a lot of tension between y'all and y'all know it. Y'all right. want closure y'all want solutions you want to figure the problem out so you're open your emotions are open your soul is open to what the past is preaching you guys mm-hmm. line, you hold hands together you crying it's not you lift your hands yes lord yes lord because you want to get it right so right. easy for you guys to fall out and cry and hug each other afterwards but you never talked about the problem and what you got, how you got here in the first place. So what's mm-hmm. going to happen is after that emotional high comes down, you're going to go back to what you were doing because you never dealt with it. You just got an emotional fix together from a church learned behavior. You got fixed. Y'all went and got drugs together. Lord, forgive me if that sounds offensive, but y'all, y'all went and got high together. That's mm-hmm. the- Thing. It's okay. We're, we're, we're not bashing any type of uh, substance not. abuse. Absolutely not. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. You're not. But you got to deal with it. Right. Right. And that's what we as Christians sometimes don't do. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. For some. Yeah, I agree with you. I think we... Um, as Drea was saying, for some, I think we failed to embrace the fact that they're they're professionals who do this. Yeah. And 
and God is he's he's the the master of everything. Yeah. So you know he has enabled these people to learn these things to help us. <laughs> And I think we don't focus on that or even try to accept that. And it's like, yes, still pray, but go to your therapist. <laughs> right. You know, go to a professional. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think those things go hand in hand, to be honest. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree. And therapy. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I'm a living witness. Mm. Yeah, therapy is, is a wonderful thing. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a wonderful thing. So what advice would you give someone who is considering marriage? Oh, let me go first. On this okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh sure, sure. Go ahead. You went first. Listen. Oh, I did? Oh, yes, sir. Okay, well, first I want to say this. Make sure you're friends first. Mm. Like, be friends. Mm. Like, if I get into a bind or a jam, like, you're going to bail me out. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we friends. Yeah, like we friends. I built him out more. He built me out, but we not counting. He had to build me out. Literally, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, uh, be friends first. Um, that's one. Also, before we be friends, know yourself. Mm. If you don't know yourself. Shout out to, if you're listening, Pastor Grace Brand. She always said, and I'll never forget it. She says, be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. True to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be true to yourself. Like, be true to yourself. If I would have known back then about mental health therapy, if I would know how to love yourself, confidence, if I would have known how to take on roles and, and, and decisions and critical thinking and mm-hmm. how to uh, be this awesome, amazing black woman, I probably would just now be getting married. Okay. Know yourself yeah. first. Know what you like. Know what you don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have standards. It's yeah. okay to have yeah. goals and values. But when it comes to marriage, know yourself. Mm. Don't settle for just, oh, I'm lonely. No, because you got to be happy within mm. yourself. Let him add to you. Don't, you going to fix this? No, I don't have the tools for that. Um, right. Go to the store and get it. it well, I don't know what size it is. I don't know either. No, know yourself. Mm. Uh, and I'll say, because um, that was pretty much what I was going to say. But was? I, yeah. But I, I'll add, I'll, I can add this. Go ahead. Um, and that, and that doesn't mean getting married at 23 is we're not saying that that's, that's wrong or get married. Absolutely not. But right. knowing yourself knows I can I, I'm ready to be married at this age. Absolutely. Or I'm not ready to be married at this age. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're the type of person where you're one track, but you focused on school at that age, uh-huh. focus on school. Absolutely. Marriage and all that kind of stuff is gonna come. Um mm-hmm. you feel like, hey, I can do this, do that, fine. Like I'm not telling. There's no way. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Right. What right. you definitely want to do is put yourself in the best position to be successful Correct. in that, and that's knowing what you want and knowing who you are, so um, and where you're going. When who I am, five years after marrying Andrea, I was a different person. Mm-hmm. By so I mean we married in 2006. Yeah. By 2011. I was a different person. Oh yeah. I wasn't even the same person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I wasn't I was running around in church a lot at, 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 in 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. By 2011, I was only in church and I had to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I wasn't saying I turned my back on church, my but I became Make it clear. a different person. I grew up <laughs> and church wasn't something yeah. church was fun for me mm-hmm. because we grew up church kids. So mm-hmm. we have ways to be right. to have fun in church. Right. Like literally, we would hang out in church on Friday nights. Right. That was our and my parents' church, so we had the keys. Me and my cousins and all our buddies would stay at the church and jam out all night. We would have mm-hmm. pizza delivered to the church door at eleven o'clock at night, and we would spend the night at the church. That was right. fun for us. We were kids. Mm-hmm. Right. But as you became, but I got older. I ain't doing this. 
I got, man, I'm done. You know what I mean? It was, mm-hmm. it was, I was a different person. From Mr. Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And and she was still who she was. So I literally, we literally grew apart. Yeah, we did. Mm. Literally, in the same house, we're becoming different people who had different ideologies, different philosophy on life, different philosophy on religion and Christianity. We had, I became, we, and, and it was more so on me, I became a different person. My music got, my music took off. I started experiencing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and I didn't take her with me my on my journey and the things that I was doing outside and Thank becoming popular and all of that I stuff. So want to be on stage one time. I didn't do that. Jesus. You know what I mean? So this know is- who you are. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that'll give you your best, best chance to, 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 to be, to stay married. Yeah. The best. That's awesome advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you consider getting married again? Well, we did consider it. Like I, I said, we considered it last year. Some people are probably shocked to hear that. Yeah, we did consider it. Was it 2021? That was 2021. We yeah. did, because it was rolling and flowing. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't renew my lease in my, in my condo. And I stayed with Drea at her house yeah. from what? June till, June till December. December. Six yeah. months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We tried a chair. Oh, so um, you might not want to answer this question. It's fine if you don't. So um, is it off the tape? Oh, yeah. Is it off the tape? What's that mean? She says it's off the tape. Yeah, it's it off the tape. Off the table. Oh, oh, us too. Yeah. Is 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 getting being remarried? Oh, remarried for us. Yes. Oh, remarried for us. <laughs> I thought you said well you consider getting me right oh for me I think we are still two different people but even in two different people I heard T.D. Jakes say that him and his wife are two totally different people mm-hmm. but their core values is the same I'm only using that as an example we are two different people, but I don't know if our core values are the same. Okay. Right. I don't really know what may happen in the future. Mm-hmm. The Lord knows that. Yes, he does. Yeah. I never say never. Yeah. I, I, I want to say it's off the table because mm-hmm. um, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say that is we have four children together. So if you can make a marriage like that or a relationship like that work out, you want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is definitely cheaper to keep her. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she, and she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's great in that regard. Um, we definitely work together when it comes to like the finance and stuff. But, but, um, like I said, but I wouldn't put that off the table, you know, because we have children to think about. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but I think right now where we are, we still we're still learning each other. We're still trying to figure out the best way um, to navigate through co-parenting, Correct. right? And I think for us is before we should consider that, um, consider getting together in a uh, amorous relationship. We need to make sure that we master our platonic, our our friends ship first that is an awesome response yes what what is the greatest lesson you learned from being married Um, for me while you think yeah go ahead go ahead know who you are know what you want i think that's the greatest thing i i i took away i would have been able to be a better person in that marriage had I known who I was, yeah. what I had to do. If I was, you know, if I was mature, I was still a kid. So mm-hmm. just know who you are, know what you want, know your, know your, um, know what you want. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a term, it escapes me right now, but I think once you know your deal breakers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the things that you're just not going to, um, compromise on mm-hmm. you can find someone that fits that because here's the thing everybody's going to have a problem correct everybody's going to have a problem that they're going to bring to the relationship someone's going to be nuts 
everybody's mm-hmm. crazy. What you want to do is find somebody's crazy that you can you get, that you can deal That's with. Fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm crazy. She's Thank crazy. You. I am. We're all got something going on with Different us. Different levels of it. Yes, for I'm sure. A, I'm a three. Yeah. <laughs> Three and I got to be about like a, a, a point five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you, you know, know what you can handle. Right. So you're not in a relationship like, oh my God. And so learn that person. Spend the time to learn yes. the person that you're dating because please people get married and say, this person changed. I got a best friend. All my best friends with this his his woman for years. Got married, she switched on me immediately. He was divorced and or trying to get a divorce within a year. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, that's important. Yeah. I would have to agree. The greatest lesson is know yourself. Mm-hmm. And know your partner, like Jeff said. And mm-hmm. it ain't all about the peak. My gosh. This is true. I'm just gonna be very transparent. I'm gonna please be, please be. Y'all get that P and y'all go nuts. No pun intended. No pun intended. Literally, on both sides. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Yeah, like that phase. That P that that time that that you know, you it's not all about that. Right. It's great and it's probably wonderful and it's probably amazing and it's probably long lasting and probably endurance and you probably okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't let that get in the way where you, you know, start doing crazy stuff because you letting that be the main thing. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let that be the icing on top of the cake. Great advice. So the greatest lessons you learned with being divorced, does it differ from your greatest lessons you learned from being married? Greatest lesson in being divorced? Yes. What I learned from being divorced? Okay, I can tell you this. The lesson I, I I learned from being divorced is that it isn't good for man to be alone. My God. Hmm. It isn't. It is not. Which means, so what I interpret that to mean, if I can like do a deep dive of that scripture, is that you have to get to the point where you know yourself so mm-hmm. that you can be with someone and they can be with you without losing their mind <laughs> and not wanting to and, and not wanting to get away from you mm-hmm. because it's not good for a man to be alone so you got to figure you out so you know how to be in relationship with someone else um mm-hmm. yeah so and so until you do you probably need to be alone or not get serious with anybody until you understand who you are and what you're looking for and what you want out of life and true. then you find somebody who wants those same things, has those, shares those same values um, um, with you. Correct. I that was very profound. That was that was good. I'm okay. You like that? I mean, I'm a zealous. Excuse Listen, me. Listen, our friend will be held. <laughs> in service. You know cash out. Mm. I got a twenty dollar line. I got a fifty dollar line. dollar line. <laughs> so whomsoever will come. I'm a man, Rob God. Yeah. Oh. Me. And how so heavy, Rob. And ties up. Yes, I know the, listen, ladies, I know the word of God. So any ladies out there looking for a man of God. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, me. <laughs> he do know the word. <laughs> I'm what you might see on social media. He know the word. We're not talking about that right now. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring it back. <laughs> So you have anything to add, Trina? Um, I will have to agree on that also. It is not good. Whew. And also, um, another thing I learned from being divorced is that um, divorce is not, um, I know we may make it seem, may make it sound light. It's really not. Right. Um, it's actually a painful, hurtful, 
um, disgusting, nasty. It, it, the divorce, our divorce was not nasty, but it's not a good feeling at all. I agree um, with you. I don't care whether it was agreed upon, whether it was, you know, this will be doing great. You go your way, go away. It still has an after effect. That's true. How yeah. you feel, how you function. And right. I learned that, you know, go to therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go to counseling. And it's okay not to be okay with the decision that you have made, even if it was consensual. It still sucks. Right. Whether it was like, oh, I can't believe I'm going through this. Or I can't believe we got into this. Or, you know, we've been married for 57 years and then we get divorced. Or we've been married for three minutes and then we get divorced. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Sucks. And I've learned that um, it's okay to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Just don't stay that way. And find your way out and to keep moving and to keep going. That is great advice. Yeah. So after all of that, is there anything that you would have done differently in your marriage? Um, I, would, I think we would wait, I would have waited to propose. I don't understand okay. we would not have been with Andre, and I would okay. have, we probably I would have dated her a little longer. Okay. As I learned myself, because I did love her, I love her, so definitely. I did like her at that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. right. But was I prepared to marry her? was the question um so i think i would have waited until i proposed to her just mm-hmm. right more mature mm-hmm. and i could be a better man a better husband to her okay i can lead her better you know what i mean um and i didn't so that's one thing i definitely would have done just mm-hmm. kind of off until i got myself where i need to be so i could lead in in, in the relationship better yeah what about you, Jerry? Um, what would I want to do differently? Yeah, I would have done nothing different. I was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna what, say that. What could I do? But I didn't want to seem like I was rude. <laughs> I was gonna say that. That's how she was looking. What could I do? What you want next? That's my life. <laughs> No, um, I think the one thing I probably would have did, but because of probably pride and um, probably not. It's pride, right? When you get embarrassed, you don't say something. But you, it's pride. Ain't that pride? I guess. Yes, yes. I would say that's pride. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have said yes. I probably would have said, no, we should think this through. We should, we should consider. Maybe, I sh- you know what? I should have said yes. In public, and they say, "Hey, let's." Crazy thing is, my brain just said that, like, you could just say yes. I know. Public. I should say we should say and yes in public. Got me home. And got then me home. Like, hey, like, let's I take a <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I oh, did that differently. Um, and now, and not only that, I probably would have um also probably if I would have known about it. Because it's now it's everywhere. I would have considered probably talking to other people. Okay. Other people, as in people who were more, more transparent, more hands-on. Like, you know, yeah, I probably would have done different. Yeah, someone would be like, "This is what marriage is." Yeah. This is what marriage looks like. This, mm-hmm. you sure you want to do this? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So I know we touched a little bit about um, the co-parenting. So how can our listeners find you on social media to hear more about co-parenting advice and, and conversations? So right now, we're just kind of like making our videos and just posting them on our pages. So you can follow us at, um, at underscore Drea. Is it, nope. is it Drea? No underscore. Just no underscore. D-R-E-E-A-A-32. We just started following Joe, so I give it a second. I'm going to it. like three months ago? <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Um, my Instagram is music making Mitch. There's no G in making. It's just making Mitch. Ooh. Facebook. YouTube channel coming soon. You know what I mean? Um, 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 
OnlyFans come and sing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no. Get okay, down I and dirty. <laughs> Boy, do your thing. I don't get y'all support. So you <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, baby, daddy. Do your thing. That ain't right. That's not right. We are not anyone who does only fan pages. Just want to that up. So, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Anything else we should share? Well, we hope this helps somebody. Um, oh, absolutely. We often, people see us because um, we in the same venue sometimes. Um, how do you co-parent? And how do you make it look easy? And you sure do make it look easy? And, mm-hmm. and how do y'all get four kids together and not want to kill each other? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've, I've gotten it. You've gotten it, right? Mm-hmm. People actually... Mm-hmm. They ask us all the time. So I think like, mm-hmm. we can really like do this to help people. Because I'm a people person. Jeremy's a people person. Mm-hmm. Why not? Let's see where this goes. Let's see what happens. To not only just people think, oh, let's do it to get some money, but um, our hearts are for people. Mm-hmm. I like helping people. Jeffrey, mm-hmm. you like helping people? Yeah, it's cool. <sighs> <laughs> he like helping people. <laughs> he do. He may not say it all the time, but he like helping people. Mm-hmm. I, so we was like, well, why not we just help people? Like, why not? Mm-hmm. We young, we trendy, we're in, we're um influential. Yes, influential. I was about to say something else. But um, yeah, why not do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We hope this helps somebody, a parent, a father. Baby daddy, baby mama. Right. Yes. And I'm confident that that it will. I am. So Drea and Jeff, I I thank you from the very bottom of my heart for taking the time to to share your story and to talk to me about this. I am I'm indebted to you. I do appreciate you being candid. Um, because I honestly believe that it will help someone. Yeah. So thank you. Shout out to you because you're doing your yeah. thing, okay? Thank oh, you. thank you. The platform, the platform yeah. is amazing, right? Got some beauty she got on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying to share my voice. It is, it is truly my desire to inspire love. You know, I want us to love ourselves yeah. as God intended. I do. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, and if I can reach one person. All you need is one. All one. You know, you I did. feel that I've fulfilled my purpose. Only one came back to say thank you. Anybody That's say? true. It was only one. Just one. And we helped him. Right? Yes. Thank you for that, Jeffrey. What'd you thank say? you for that. I said thank you for that. Because I know I, that is something that I'm kind of like off, off subject. But that is something that I struggle with from time to time. Cause it's like, okay, you know, I finished writing something. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't anybody read this. But you know what I noticed though? And we, this was going around online for um, a while. Um, people will watch, you have all of these people watch your stories, right? Mm-hmm. You may post a, make a post and the amount of likes may not match how many views you may get in your story. Correct. That's you know what I mean? true. Which means that people are watching. Wow. They may not want to admit it. Mm-hmm. They may not want to give you that power by of liking what you're doing. Right. But mm-hmm. they like it and they are watching. And they are You know watching. what I mean? So Keep going, boo. Yeah. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks. I love you guys. I miss you guys. I um we gotta get together. We do, we do. I I miss I miss first grade of harvest. I miss those days. Those were good days. Yeah, we had a good time. Those yeah. were good days. Holy good time. Those were good days. They were. Yes. But thank you so much. I wish you guys the very best in your endeavors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it would be awesome if you come back. 
you know, we can come back, you know. I can come by myself next time. Okay. We can come by yourself next time. Okay, we can do that. Let's do it together. Exactly. So we'll make it happen. All right, so thank you guys. That's all for today's episode. I thank you for listening. Until the next time, I wish you peace and most of all, love. Thanks for listening to the Diary of a Stylish Buxom Beauty podcast. Be sure to show your support by subscribing on your favorite listening platform and join in the conversation on IG by following at stylish underscore buxom underscore beauty underscore podcast.